And welcome to the Journal of the Boss Man Show with John Beckler here on the Boston Radio Network. We have a great show for you today. But we have one of our favorite guests on the line with us, top of the show. The coach of the East Carolina Pirates. A coach you heard on the show twice last year. Great interviews with him. His team is a great team. We love to watch, cover the bowl game. We're joined by Coach Ruff himself, Coach Ruff and McNeil on the Boss Man Show. Coach, welcome back to the show. Boss man, JR, thanks for having me on again, brother. I appreciate you. And last year, our sessions and then the bowl game sessions, send you down there. Uh, I thank for all you do down there for the Atlanta area. And thanks for letting me put East Carolina and the great folks of, of, uh, of, of Greenville and the great Pirates uh, alum on, uh, on your channel, on your station. And, Coach, I'll tell you what, it was great to see you guys in Birmingham. i tell you what, I enjoy standing down in the sidelines watching you all, watching how your players interacted, how you guys fought and fought and fought. And in truth be told, Coach, you know, I've been on the side, I said, uh, turn over here and there. You guys were the one that came to Florida. But the good thing about it, Coach, is you play Florida this year. You can get retribution. I know it can't be the bowl game win, but you have to play those guys one more time <laughs> and prove once again the Pirates can beat the SEC and beat the Gators, Coach. Well, I tell you, you know, it was a great game, and and uh, they got a great team and great talent at Florida, great tradition, and Max is going to do a great job down there. That's a place that's got you know so many wins and having trophies and national championships but the frame of the bowl game i was proud of my effort you know you know you never get uh you know more victories but that that was a, a team that uh our team last year uh jr was a team of like we talked about, about family and team first last and always a lot of group of guys that sacrifice themselves for the team uh which is what it's about no egos allowed here you know that we're not talking about it no uh and and, and it's not about personal things is about other team and that team really set the mode for really for our program as our fifth, fifth year here uh at, at East Carolina. Uh we built it bit by brick. JR we didn't skip steps and I'll talk about that again before the audience you know and we got first of all great kids. One make sure those kids just get in here and get good kids that fit us just fit East Carolina in the environment. Being a pirate, uh it's it's, it's great to make that is then of course uh get kids who are interested in graduating. JR eleven those guys that graduated before that bowl game and eight this year so far and then have some kids that love to compete and challenge. I got that name and uh, inspired that and I felt so bad for them but at the same time they had nothing to hang their head about. Thank you for the job. Coach. Very, very welcome. And Coach, you know, just to, to spin off of your response here and, and, you know, when the team loses, it's tough. And, you know, there is something to be said though about how that's handled and you, and you touched on it there. You know, you have to be able to lose with a plum and lose and take something away from it. There's always something to be learned, always something to take away from a loss, just like there is a win. And I'm curious to know, is this something that you try to instill into your players? Um, you know, obviously you don't want to, you know, talk about losing too much, but you do have to, right. to breach it. I would think, is it, is it not a topic you have to discuss? Yeah, you do. We do it in a, in a couple of manners. And before that, you know, failure is only failure if you accept and don't learn from it. So I, I learned a long time ago, 36 years doing this, Accepting is one thing we don't do, but learning from it, we do. Uh, we talk about making sure we do the best we can each play. It goes back to the beginning, back to really when we begin the program, but each year each team hears it. Uh, it's about day-to-day process. And within that day, making sure we have champ reps and 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 uh, champ days. No no human nature reps are welcome. And the, the kids understand that what about that game by our last game? And, and you always say, but because we make that a part of our mantra and, and the main one of our main things and we know believe in it to make sure we do our very very best it kind of sounds simple but we got kids that, that they could not have given another inch of effort that's one thing that we, we talk about philosophy wise is nobody's gonna play harder than we are and uh we talk about physicality and those things but looking team wise those kids understood they had done best oh it was tough but you gotta learn how to address it and gotta make sure you give them uh other ideas one thing that we as a coach and you i know you guys in business is you just can't have, you cannot have just one single goal. You got to have numerous goals that lead lead up to that. So if you come up short in the game, there's some other accomplishments that you that you had and, and, and that you achieved. And uh, we had a chance to do that. You always learn that when looking help the next team or your next experience when you get in that situation in the game, like versus Florida and such a full thing with tight games. And, and uh, we, as a coach, and uh, been in this a long time, I learned a lot from that last season doing conference and the bowl game. Well, Coach, I'm going to tell you this personally. And watching your team on the sidelines in Birmingham and watching you all interact with, 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 your, with your guys in a tough game, 
it made me a better person, Coach, because it showed me even under the pressure of a big bowl game, you remained who you were, and, and so did your staff. Your guys were not going off cussing out, cussing all crazy. The coach wasn't cussing, cussing the players out. You all remained calm. Even though negative things happened, you all stayed positive, kept a positive vibe. And John will tell you this. Since that game, I've came back a changed person that, that I don't let things get me down. I'll stay even keep right. positive. So I want to thank you and your staff for teaching me that, Coach. You probably know it, but I'm telling you that you guys – helped me in my career that day watching you guys put it down on that sideline in Birmingham. Well, you know, I think, you know, when uh, I talked to him about as, as a leader and, and uh, my mentor, Dyke Duncan, really instilled this in him and my dad. Uh, it's called a command influence. Uh, if you're the leader of the group, uh, all of your business, uh, the truth will go as you go. If you're a hard worker, the truth will be a hard worker. If you show respect, they'll show respect. If, if you uh, always, uh, you, you think selfless and being unselfish and, and, and forget about yourself, and they see you do that because he's well done and better than well said. You know, don't, don't you know? Don't talk about it, but do it. And that's what we try to instill. And it starts with, with I got I got to show it first, and then the coaches, and then each year you, you, there's, there's a group of leaders that you base it around. And it's a core group. And each year, Jr. and you guys, it's grown each year. First year was a handful. Maybe next year was a half hand and a half. Third year was two hands. Next year it became bigger. And this last year it was even bigger, and that's made up of freshman leaders, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and every one of those guys that are chosen leaders, not everyone is chosen, but it's, it's maybe 16 to 18, uh, 22 guys, and they all understand the command influence, and we, we teach it to them and talk to them about it, how to conduct themselves, and and, 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 bigger, uh, and, and in, in tough times, so uh, triumphant disasters, making sure you keep people even mind, even feel mind, and it, it shows strength, and uh, it don't mean, that doesn't mean you don't hurt, you're not hurting, and you don't care. It just means it's class. We, we call it PIP, Pirates in Public. Represent the Eastern Line University and the alumni and Pirate Nation with the first-class attitude and how we carry ourselves and make people look at us and say, okay, that's what, a hard, that's what hard work gets you. Okay, that's what the team first gets you. Oh, okay, that's what no egos uh, gets you. You know, that those are, that's the kind of thing. That's what playing the plan is one because of well, we want players to make a team great more than a great player. We've got a great player. He's about to make a team great. He's welcome here. But we look for players who want to make a team great off the field, classroom, and on the field. So I appreciate you noticing that, Jr. I didn't even think about it because I we sort of expect it from them. But you've seen and y'all seen a lot of games, a lot of teams you act, and I'm I'm proud of the way we do it. And coach, you know, you you um, I have not really often thought about it until this conversation was brought up, and. You know, if you think about it, the, the guys that have success on the highest levels, both collegially and professionally, um, they're the guys that are on the sideline in control, and they, they don't react to the negative stuff in a negative way. You know, you see some of the coaches out there that, uh, and not to be disparaging, I'm not going to use anyone's name, but they run around with their hair on fire, and, you know, it right. just doesn't seem to work because that that transcends into your players and your players get that that panic sense and then the next thing you know you know it steamrolls in a negative way so i've really always been a fan a fan of the way um you know that the coaches like yourself uh, operate on the sideline and if you could maybe just expand on um you know how you get into that 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 mode on game day you just do is it a mindset that you continually have throughout your life or is that a game day thing yeah yeah it's a it's been more yeah, a great question. Great question, you guys. Uh, but during the week, we talk before the season. We have we practice, and then at night we have a teaching session. It could be uh, situation in the game. It could be the philosophy we want, the process we want, all those things. And, but we talk about having a vision, and that's the long-term vision. We want to we want to win all our games, of course. We want to win the championship. Those are long-term visions. Then we back it up to immediate uh, sort of um, mid mid uh, goals, and to make sure we. We meet these type items, uh, the conference, those things, and then we go back, bring it back to the day. It's a day-to-day basis thought process, and we don't worry about the season because it's so tough. The only thing is about controllable and uncontrollable, and we can control it today. The tennis told yesterday is history. The tennis told tomorrow is a mystery, but we can all of us control today. So our thought process begins the week like that bowl game or any game. It's on Saturday, let's say. That Sunday night, we begin that thought process. Let's have a great Sunday night practice. Money is all for us, so let's have a great day in classroom. You guys come by and we just kind of watch them. And then Tuesday begins the first work day, so the heavy work day. So we begin, let's have a great Tuesday 
And Knoxville's a great Tuesday. The game is Saturday. We worry about later on. But let's have a great Tuesday. Knoxville's a great Tuesday. Let's have a trap rep every rep today in practice. And if you if you have a great rep, good. Play next play. So try to have as many positive champ rep plays as you can in a row. And expand that. And then in the end of the day, if everybody does, we'll have a great day. Then Wednesday, forget that. And each day, I'm like that. So by the game time, the yelling at game time is really, uh, it, it, it doesn't fall on ears. I think it's better to, to teach the game time. Doesn't mean I don't get fired up. Or anything. We have to express some things. But I view the game as being more of a teaching kind of teach us. It's, 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 it's action-packed on the sideline. You don't have much time. You don't have much. And the kids, the kids that you have, they want to win. They're trying to do the best, you know. So the coach, I got great, a great staff, great staff, to teach them at that point in time and talk to them, not at them. Because at that point in time, you got the kind of kids you want. We've got that here. They want you to teach them. They want you to teach them. They have a coaching coach attitude. And that's been built and built up with. And that helps me because, again, the command influence. Well, I don't think about it. And now on Saturday, and then we have a routine. Friday, we'll get to a place. We're big video guys. And we break it down. Saturday's not important yet. We know it's coming. Then next Saturday, the routine. So by that time, we've got all the work in and thought process in. I hear that, Coach. And, folks, we are joined by the East Carolina Pirates head football coach from me on the Boss Man Show, Coach Ruff. I think me and John are one of Coach's sons now. It's the Coach College Players' son. I think we are one of Coach's sons, too. <laughs> Both of us are. So. <laughs> well, come on, come on. I think you and John right now. Send them to me. Send them to I'll take care of them. I will. I'll be daddy to them. I'm daddy when you come up here. The coach is like an uncle. Miss Arlene is their mama. She should be the mom. I mean, that's how we do it. And uh, it's, uh, that's the biggest thing I, I like about coaching is the environment. Now, you know, they are in the environment that I feel most comfortable is a family type of environment. Does that mean no discipline? No, just opposite. It means more discipline. Uh, but uh, it's kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And once they find out how much you care, then they'll care how much you know. And and that's for any thing and for any, and any, and any business of a thing. So, I love our kids here. I absolutely adore them. I'm obsessed with them being great men, guys. I'm obsessed with that first. And I'm obsessed with them getting a degree and having that power of having a degree in their hand. And thirdly, let's have the best athletic experience they possibly can in their lives because they're going to make friends that will last 30 and 40 years into their life. Oh, yeah, let's win a bunch of ball games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And, and, Coach, let's take it to the field for you, Coach. Throughout spring practice and offseason workouts, what guys have stepped up in the place of your quarterback, Shane Carden, and guys like Justin Hardy who moved on to the NFL? Who are some guys that you want to let us know that have showed you, like, I'm ready to step up and be what be what these guys were to the Pirates program going forward? Yeah. And Shane and, Shane and Justin, those guys, they set the mold and blue pants that we have here as far as leading them in front. They can lead them in front and then command them within the team. And uh, those guys set that. And I went that way after. We could, and the first guy looking at looking at the ring. Yeah, that's and I had it. Man, they were him. They were all him. The fourth attempt of they think they will want other guys to it. You learn by that. That you all anticipate as well. So uh, a lot of kids that the fourth attempt won a lot of people, lost a lot of interest. And um, you know, we got some some guys. Cody Key, uh, Cody Key, Kurt uh, Banker, Blake Kemp. John Jacobs guys in camp right now. Those guys are really good players, and they fit our system and understand it. Kirk and Cody have been in the long list. Blake joined us last year. Offensive line, where our, our strength lies are we up front. We have a senior lad uh, line. You know, Ike Harris, J.T. Boyd. Uh, <clears throat> you know, those guys do a, excuse me, do a great job for us, and uh, looking for that group to be a strong source for us up there. <coughs> excuse me again. <coughs> My receiving core, our receiving core, because of, again, because of the development and great development we have in our offseason, guys are uh, I feel you'll, you'll hear about Bryce Williams, the, the John Madden candidate. Uh, Isaiah Jones also is, is one of the top candidates and one of our leaders. And, and uh, Trayvon Brown, Davon Grayson, Jimmy Williams, those guys are, 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 ready, are ready to go and sitting on ready, waiting on go. Chris Harrison, running back. Defensive, led by Zeke Bigger, inside linebacker, outside is Marquis Overton. Those two guys are up for, again, national awards as well. Up front, we're looking for uh, Jonathan White, uh, Demetri McGill, Fred Presley, those guys up front to set the tone for us there. And uh, on the back end, Terrell Richardson's been there. Terrell Simmons, those guys have been standing out for us in the spring. So 
we got some guys ready to go. Worth ready to be a partner. He'll be one of the best around, I think. But uh, uh, they're still improving. When we divide the year into phases, phase one is winter edition. Phase two is spring ball down in JR. Phase three is summer. Right now, phase four begins August 5th when they report, and then uh, the next phase is, uh, is season on September 5th. All right, and Coach, you know, just to uh, get a little bit of insight from you on the conference itself, for those who may not be familiar with the ACC, uh, outside of your team, what are some of the other teams in the, in the conference that the fans should keep an eye out for as the season approaches? Well, from top to bottom, this is one of the most competitive conferences I've coached in and been a part of. Uh, of course, Mr. Ford is always going to be one with Coach Leary. I know he's, he's down there. Uh, Tommy Totofield at Cincinnati. Those guys have done a great job. Justin over at Memphis has done a great job. We can go down down Bobadiaco, Connecticut. we got some new guys, three guys that join us at Houston, SMU, and and Tulsa, that I've known them for a long time, great coaches. CJ down at Tulane, just really good, good uh, a whole host of all. Matt Rule at, at Temple, those guys are really good football coaches, have staff, and each week you better have your, your A game on from a management standpoint as a coach, and your players better have the big boy pads on from the playing part of you. So it's going to be a week-to-week uh, game. You're, you're going to face it's a really well-coached team and a very talented football team. And, Coach, we mentioned Shane and Justin earlier. Justin's playing right here in my backyard with the Falcons here, and Shane's battling for a spot with the Bears. How do you see them doing on the next level with their respective teams, and do you feel like those guys have long careers in the NFL based on seeing them every day for the last few years of their, of their career at East Carolina? No doubt. I know Justin. I know Matt. Matt likes him. Matt, Matt Ryan likes him out in Atlanta, and I know he would. He's, he fits right now. I know Julio and, and Ryan took care of him once he got down there, but Justin's a, Justin's a team guy. He worked every day like he's going to lose his job. And he did that here for, for, for five years. One of Kane is a, is a leader and a football player. Checks all the boxes, both of them. Graduated early, those guys. And never had one problem. Never late to a class, anything. They work. They'll work. And the moment Shane gets in the game, remember this, I told you this. If you ever take him out, he's that type of guy. Krishan Rose, that Minnesota Vikings defensive lineman. Terry Williams also. I know his folks in Chicago Bears. He's an Atlanta uh, uh, native too. He's right there around there. And uh, uh, Cam Ward is a great receiver that we have too. You saw him in the bowl game. They are. But those guys are still in camps, and, and I think all those guys uh, can make can make any roster better. The last four to five years, just for a fact, you know, facts. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. That's 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 Jay Z. You know. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like that. That. <laughs> okay, so like. The last four or five Super Bowl champions had an East Carolina Power team. I'm just saying. Pirate power. The pop, the pirate karma is what we see here in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I look forward to those guys. Those guys are the guys that will come back and visit the program and contribute to our university um, monetarily as well as with their presence. And they'll represent East Carolina in a fine fashion. I have no doubt. And coach, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to circle back to a little bit was your philosophy. And, you know, it kind of dovetails off what we're talking about with professional sports. When I played sports, um, specifically, I played golf at a very high level competitively. I used what I call the power of positive visualization. And, and that meaning by I had to visualize in a positive way what I was going to do uh, for the day on each and every shot, you know, through the course of the round what I was going to do in the face of adversity. Is that something that you have come across? Is that something that you utilize and try to instill in your players is to visualize what you're going to do on a certain play, on a certain game, and have that positive confidence in your body? You remember what I talked about? We have one thing within the theme is playing the next play. You play each play. And it begins in practice. You remember we talking about? Having champ rep, rep in practice is like a game to me and to them now. They believe that. And just like in golf, each shot is different. So each play is different and new. You had a great shot in golf, you got to hit another one. You got to just, you got, you, you, you're still about a, a five iron out. And then you got to get up. And then the same thing with us. And we talk about uh, making sure we do our best each play and play the history of that play the best you can and then put it behind you and then go to the next play. We talk about that and seeing see yourself doing a great job on your technique, fundamentally, uh, footwork, uh, assignment, responsibility, discipline, those things. And then when it gets close to the game, even before, we say see yourself doing the best you can and making plays. Remember, make plays. Big, every play, there's big plays in the game and long plays. The team that has the, top, the highest power plays made 
you got a good chance to win a football game. And that's it. You got it from the coach himself, Coach Ruff on the Boss Man Show. Coach Ruff, for having me and John, we got to tell you, we truly enjoyed this visit as always. This, we really enjoyed this visit with you, Coach, because you really just gave us insight like no other. And we're so happy to kick off our college football coverage with you. We wanted to be you, and we're glad we did it with you, Coach. We will be doing it again more this season, keeping an eye on the Pirates and getting the people of Atlanta to become Pirate Nation as well as Bulldog Nation, but Pirate Nation here in the ATO. Me and John, there you go. make that happen for you and the East Carolina Pirates. Hey, I tell you, for you and John, I don't know if you have, but this is my first interview on the water. I'm being driven by Mark Henley, my teacher, mentor. Sensei, I'm operating, learning how to operate a 35-foot Chris Craft out here over the Pamaco River. Uh, Makata's Marina, you guys just having down shopping Makata's Market. It's great, great. His staff been so great to me. So, Jaron John, I'm talking to y'all on the water, bro. Hey, yeah. listen, I, the closest I've ever done an interview on the water, I, I did one with JR from the bathtub one time. That's supposed <laughs> That's the I got, Coach. Well, this, is a, this is a big bathtub here. <laughs> it's big. I, I, I appreciate you guys bringing us to Atlanta, and I look forward to talking to you guys in the season like always. Yes, indeed, Coach. Hey, Coach, we set from that water and send us some pictures of, of you on the water. We'd love to post them on the website. I'll do it. I'll send you something. All right, Coach. Thank you as always. All right. Take care now. Have a good one, brother. Love y'all. Thank you, Coach. Love you, too, now. That was the Coach of East Atlanta Pirates. Ruffin McNeil, the Boss Man Show. Follow him on Twitter, Coach Ruffin McNeil. Follow the East Carolina Pirates people, Pirate Nation, Boss Man Show. We love the Pirates. They love us. Support them. We'll be back. with John. Now, we've been teasing it. For the first time on the Boss Man Show with John Beckler and JR, we're going to actually read your emails on the air from holla at bossmanradio.com. We've hinted in the past a bit of how weird and crazy they are and how they're indecipherable, but now we're going to read some for you. John, <laughs> are you ready for this? Uh I don't know. I don't know, man. This is this is uncharted territory. I'm I'm ready. I just don't know if the rest of the world's ready, man. Because we got some we got some messed up people listening to this show. Let me tell you. Exactly. First email of the day, John, is this zone. Who is zone? Why was air off last week? And you spoke with the restroom and Trappist Zillum. Al, you took over zone with a question mark, enlightened me and buy me some barbecue and chips. Cooper at the Y security booth. Yeah, like, okay, so I think zone is me, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm zone, and there's he's saying, Cooper's saying, why was JR off last week? And you spoke with. I don't know who restroom is. Who who do we have on last week? Denny, <laughs> Diddy, and Coach Williams. So Denny is restroom, <laughs> and then Coach Williams is Trappist Zillum. So okay, so we figured out who the players are here. Okay, and then it says, "Have you taken over? Have I taken over? Have you taken over zone?" And that's me. So have I taken over? No, I have not taken over. It was a one-week thing. You know, Jr. blew his pipes out. So we had on Denny and the coach, as we usually do. Um, and he would like us to enlighten him and buy him some barbecue chips. That's, I mean, okay, I'll hook you up with some barbecue chips, Coop. That's no no, I just want to clarify something, Jr. My, my man is working security, okay? So just throwing that out there. Cooper is protecting your uh, investment, the why, whatever, whatever Cooper is protecting. He's looking for some barbecue chips. I'll hook you up, Coop. Get at me. Get at me at holla at bossmanradioshow.com. I'll hook you up with some barbecue chips, man. No problem. <laughs> the next email. J.P. Wepler, how did Ray R., not J.R., but Ray R., blow his pipes? Quote, Clorox or explosives, Kevin at the car wash. 
Kevin, Kevin, first of all, I just want to point something out, okay? The, the Clorox and explosives are for another set of pipes, okay? <laughs> not, 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 for your, not for your vocal cords, so <laughs> that's the first thing. You know, they are – listen, this is my understanding of the scenario, Kevin, okay? I got a phone call uh, last week, you know, Monday, Jr. Gave me a phone call. The the, ten, the Tennessee State Tigers played on Sunday night. They played their opener on Sunday night last week. So Jr. went to the game, covered the game as always, and it was it was a, a great win for TSU. They scored 21 um, points in the fourth quarter to take that game down. Won their first game. Went 2-0 this past weekend. And Jr. just got a little rowdy, man. He got rowdy celebrating. He went to bed, woke up Monday morning, and his pipes were t- toasted, man. He called me up, and he, I'm gonna tell you what he sounded like. He was like, Yo, John. Yo, John, it's JR. I was like, who is this? It's JR, man. It's JR. I'm like, who? JR. It's boss man. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, he, his voice was so messed up, I couldn't even understand who it was. And then he basically said, man, we got to do the show. You got to hold it down this week, um, JP. JP Wepler, you got to hold it down. <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what he told me, Kevin. So, Kevin, just keep on, keep on, keep on sudsing up those vehicles. Um, you know, Ray R will be back. He's in his regular spot. He ain't going nowhere. I ain't taking over or nothing. Exactly. And another email for you. Johnson Bumoon. I don't know what this word is. H-I-O-E. I guess that's Hio. Do you catch an ostrich? Oh, how do you catch an ostrich? But it's spelled horribly. Leonard in North Carolina. Yeah, I got this one, Jr. Okay, so... Johnson Bemune is me, right? <laughs> yeah. This is directed at me. This is part of the problem that a lot of times we don't know who these emails are directed to. Like, you know, are we getting someone else's mail? We really don't know. Is, is there a man out there named Johnson Bemune who is missing this email, I guess, is what I'm concerned about. <clears throat> and he basically says, hi do you catch an ostrich? And this uh, oysterich, actually. Oysterich. That's why it says oysterich. Oysterich. But here's the thing, JR. The spelling of ostrich is the closest thing. He came the closest to spelling ostrich as he did anything else. He messed up the word how, do, you. He did spell catch correctly and then ostrich. He came very close to ostrich. I will give Leonard credit for that. Listen, the only way that we know how to catch an ostrich, Leonard, is by using an obscure um, ostrich catching apparatus. That's the only way that we know how to do it. Now, we don't know what those apparatus are, but that's all we know. That's the only way to catch them is to use an obscure ostrich catching apparatus. Agreed. Leonard, J.R. and John player. Not Johnson Bumune, whoever that is. And, and this one, San... Minai, S A N M N Y, San Minai, whatever it is. You know, Grabaline heals at me, Gracios. I, uh, this is one that I, I can't even. I can't even decipher this. I don't even know. Like, first of all, that's not even a coherent name. That's not a name. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess they meant to put Sammy, and I don't know who Sammy is. I have no idea who that is. You know, Grabaline. Hills at me, gracios. That's another language altogether. I don't know what that is. That's like I think that that's like a secret code. We have to have like a decoder ring for that, Jr. We need to like have, have some kind of you know sheet of paper where the letters mean something else, and we have to like decipher that. I don't have the decoder ring. Um, maybe we should come up with a boss banjo decoder ring for these scenarios. I don't have it. So that one, you know, listen, man, you're on your own there, brother. I, yeah, I don't get the. What is your take on today's emails and emails to our show in general? <laughs> I, I just think it's important that we did this so that that the listeners know what comes in, and I, I'm going to play it out for you. Like, you know, Jr. and I are in contact, uh, you know, very very frequently via text message, via phone call when, when we're off the air. Uh, you know, we're friends off the show. We talk about a lot of different stuff, and sometimes I lay my head down at night, and you know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock rolls around, I get an alert. Text message. I open up the text message. It says listener email, and then it's copy and pasted what the listener email is. And I'm like, oh lord! As soon as I see listener email, I'm like, dude, I'll hit that up in the morning. I guess. I don't want to read it before I go to bed because who knows? I don't even know what it is, man. And it's there's so many of them that are like Sammy or Samney, whatever the hell that dude's name was. That you can't even 
you can't even decipher it. You don't even know what the hell they're trying to say. You know, some of them, when somebody calls me J.P. Wepler, okay, you can kind of, you know, figure out who they're talking about or Ray R. Okay, we can figure that out. But I don't, I mean, when you're calling somebody, you know, Jimmy Bemune or whatever the hell he calls us, I don't even know. Like who you're calling, you're calling Coach Tra- Trapper Keeper Williams or something. I don't even know. Like what? Who is that? They called Denny. What did they call Denny? Refrigerator Jenkins or something? <laughs> Exactly. Like, what is that? Yeah. So they're they're fun. I mean, they're fun to get that stuff. It's fun, uh, and we do get a lot of serious emails. We do get, you know, people with genuine questions, and we're having fun with it. But the the amount of um, just off the wall, undecipherable emails that we get is staggering, Jr. It is staggering. Exactly. And I want to reset a boss report story from a few weeks ago. My man. J.D. Beckler here. He us with a great take about our man five for one. J.C. Throwing it, throwing it to J.C. And he made my man correct because on Facebook this just yesterday, this is what my our man J.C. Smith said on, on Facebook. He said, and I quote, or I'm going to do it in his voice. I'll nominate myself for member of the week. I'll be buying myself a free round of five for one drinks, LOL, Mud Shots Cordova, Karaoke Friday for you, Mud Shots Memphis, five for one, J.C. Smith. And, and as John said, that is my man, J.C., throwing it to J.C. <laughs> yeah, man. I listen. I, I think that if I remember correctly, you, you mentioned to me off the air that he was – he was kind of like, oh, man, like, you know, calling me out. Like, Beckler was like, what, what's up with that? You know, like, why, why is he putting me on front street like that? And then I was like, listen, I mean, you know, the shoe fits, right? And then it turns out that <laughs> the next week he laid that that the little uh, blurb out there on social media, and that was so, so, so JC, hilarious, man. Our, our man, you know, we poke fun at him a lot during the boss report and stuff because he's our boy. And he's got a great uh, sense of humor about it, so we can do it. But, man, he is oh, genuine, genuine, broke the mold. Ain't nobody else like J.C. out there. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Straight up. I was with him this weekend in Memphis. Had a blast with my man J.C. Smith and Mugshots Cordova. I even co-hosted with my man with a busted voice. He didn't care. He said, boss, you got a host with me, boss. Five for one, boss, boss, yeah. My man boss in the house. So, yes. Hosted much of my man five for one, JC Smith. So, folks, those your emails coming up after the break. It's the boss report. Get ready for that. Emails from the boss report. You get two for one today. Two for one, baby. <laughs> after the break, the boss report. all your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blueberry productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. 
the debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach. And we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall, with Jr. the boss man and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the boss man show.
Thanks, brother. All right, folks, we're back in the JR the Boss Man Show. Talk to Richard Matthews, John Sardineski, and let me through. Oh, he's an announcer, a great guy, the one only Bob Ruffin on the show. Bob, good to have you back on the show, man. How's it right now? Great to be back. Appreciate that. You got that right, man. I tell you what, Bob, I got to ask, man, uh, how's your offseason, man? We know about a few months off. How's your offseason this year? Did you do anything fun you want to show the listeners out there? I know it's like a rough time with a guy like you can't call Hawks basketball every day. Well, I mean, there are worse ways to make a living, that's for sure. Uh, had a good summer. <laughs> you know, right. we, do the, uh, we do the Atlanta Dream Game in the summertime on Fox Sports Southeast. So, get me busy. You know, get me in the gym. Happy about that. Yeah, gotta believe that, man. I love, I love your calls, man. You're a great dude, man. You all keep keep us all day, all day, man. Let's just, man. Now, a lot of people, I told you off there, a lot of people saying the Hawks won't be that good this year. Uh, the Hawks are going to be rebuilding with two. With the Hayward injury, Bob, you feel like the Hawks have a chance still to be a foul to AC with Coach Bud's coaching, the young guys growing, they still taking a bigger role as a leader. The Hawks will be okay, still make playoffs once, once more this year. Well, it's going to be a long slog. There's no doubt about that. A lot of scoring and so much rebounding. But I think the one thing we've got in our favor is we've got young, hungry guys who want to go out and compete, as they showed in the opening game at Dallas. And we've got a coaching staff that knows what they're doing, and they can divide, can really maximize uh, what they've got in terms of their talent. Uh, I think Bud is proving again that he's an amazing coach. And I think the, the thing I like is that he took a look at the roster and said, okay, We've got to change the way that we're playing. And uh, he spread the floor. He got five wide. It creates a lot of space. And that is right up Dennis's alley. Uh, it gives him a chance to, you know, set things up for himself and his teammates. Uh, they shoot just good enough. They get to the line enough to make it work. And, you know, it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to kid anybody. It's not like we're one of the elite teams in the East. But I think we are pretty good, and I think we got a chance to you know, do some damage, and uh, we'll see where the chips fall come the end of the year. But I like the spirit. The guys are good. They're young. They're hungry. They will prove themselves in the NBA. Now, when you, when you look at the Hawks' off-season acquisitions, who are some of the guys you feel are and help the Hawks win? Uh, in, in some you mentioned just now, it's going to be kind of a tougher fight for them this season. So who are the guys you think are helping that they were going to bring in the offseason? Well, I think the big thing is our number one pick, John Collins from Wake Forest, uh, getting his feet wet, uh, learning, uh, developing his body, developing his game. He's got an outside shot. He's got to get bigger and stronger. But he's got a lot of energy. Uh, he can move. Uh, he's a jackrabbit around the basket. Um, I like what I see. I think he's got great potential. I'm not quite sure uh, where his ceiling is. Uh, not that it matters. We'll figure that out down the road. But I really like what I see. I think the guy's got a chance to be, you know, certainly a rational player in the NBA. Uh, that's a great building block. You know, we're getting uh, more from Torian Prince and more from guys like DeAndre Bembry. We talked about Dennis. You know, these are the guys, the young guys going forward, two or years that are going to be around. And these are the guys that you want to, um, you know, uh, take a look at, let them develop. And what you got, because uh, this kind of a year is all about, you know, if we can do all that and in the process, then uh, that, that's a, a win-win situation for sure. Well, I just want to kind of drill down a little bit. When you look, at, you mentioned in the opening answer to Jr. You know, they're not going to be one of the top tier teams in the league, but uh, there is somewhat of a, a drop off, you know, behind teams like the Cavs. And do you think that this team could potentially um, exceed expectations and kind of fill that void and, and maybe get somewhere into the, the five, six seed of the playoffs? Well, I don't know. I think I'd like to see how it all shakes out. I think they're very good teams. East. You know, despite the fact that it gets lampooned all the time. But I think the uh, Eastern Conference is pretty good. I think you've got teams like Cleveland, uh, Boston, Toronto, Washington, Milwaukee, Miami. I think these are outstanding clubs. I mentioned Washington, I meant to. But I think these are all quality teams. So for us to crack that top five list, it's going to take a lot. But to make a run at it and stay competitive, I think is going to be uh, a goal that's out there for this ball club. I don't know yet how good we can be. Uh, I think it's a little early for that. We're all still trying to learn one another, figure out who fits where and how much playing time they should get and all that. So um, I think that's – we're off to a good start in that regard. But it's – 82 games is is a long season. And, you know, we'll find out. You know, kind of where we're – but I, I like our potential. I'm not going to kid you. 
we got Bob Rouse for him, the boss man show. You can hear him on Fox Sports Southeast. We're covering all the Hawks. We're going to be focused. You see Hawks game. You're going to see it on Fox Sports Southeast. Now, Bob, uh, with Paul Mills having Dwight Howard moving on, that leaves the boy leadership wise with the shooter accepts now. And uh, from what's seeing is him in training camp and in the preseason, how's he adjusting to being a leader team in place of the franchise going forward? But he puts him on the for a long time, along with Bays, lead these young guys, show them how Bud's way, playing, playing the hard way to get them in that system that Bud wants to play every night. Well, I think that's a, a huge key. Uh, I think that guys that have been around know Bud, know the system. Uh, each one teach one. They've got to explain to these young guys what's expected and how this works. Uh, but we've also got some veterans that you know, there's time to be exposed. Uh, guys like Bellinelli and Babbitt, people like that, Dippin, they're learning the system too. So, you know, I, I hate to say it's an extended training camp. I don't mean it to sound like that, but it's going to take 20 games or so for us to get used to one another. Uh, the one thing to have in your favor when you're a veteran team uh, that's been together for a while is that you can hit the ground running. Uh, like uh, Golden State, um, Cleveland, you know, they've got all this behind them, so they can just pick up where they left off. But like Atlanta, you know, we've got to put this chemistry together, and we've got to learn this. It takes about 20 games to figure out just where you are. Now, Bob, do you feel like this road trip started off the year, if I was on the road, helped its first car, and getting there with the practice on these days to kind of help grow the system, get you know, each other gelling one another? I, I know uh, Marco played in San Diego a little bit, but Dwayne did not for Bud, particularly. They're having these, these days off here in Charlotte, having the days off on this trip would help these guys gel even more, come, become one, help them on the court as way well, to give them that bond to do on each night. Well, it's tough. I kid you. Uh, by the time we get to Miami Monday night, we're going to be dragged. Uh, there's no question. Uh, this is a first time in the history of a crowd that uh, we've been asked to, to do something like this and play five straight road games to start a season. That would be tough on Golden, much less Atlanta. So it's going to be taxing, challenging. We are playing some teams to beat. You know, Dallas is one of them, and uh, we, we took care of that last night. Charlotte's another. They got two starters out. Brooklyn lost Jeremy Lin last night. So, you know, we got some clubs that we can beat, and if we can come home with two or three wins, Man, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, Chicago next week is another team that we can handle if we, if we play well. So, uh, you know, the good news is it's uh, winnable games. The bad news is, is that you're just starting a year with so many road games. Uh, that's, that's different. You know, we'd be home because you don't have a chance to really practice that much uh, when you're on the road. We didn't have a chance to practice today before we flew to Charlotte. Uh, some film work, we'll tomorrow, and then we go again and then travel after the game. So it's a little rough on the road, but so far so good. As you about the freedom for the road transformation and renovation to Phillips Arena. So for those outside of uh, our listening area in Atlanta uh, and to those within it who may not be aware of what's going on, can you share with uh, our listeners a little bit of what to expect when they come back? Sure. Well, we've got some exciting things to share. The new courtside club is going to be uh, open. That's the, uh, that's the one in the zone. Uh, most of this new stuff, you know, with Killer Mike and Tom Alt, et cetera, uh, is going to come online next year when the transformation is complete. But you'll see a, a different-looking Phillips Arena. You'll see the suite side gone for the most part. Uh, it'll be just two levels of suites when you get in. The 200 level is basically gone. Uh, there are new food choices. There are you know a lot of new things that are coming up. But in terms of the way the arena looks, uh, you really won't see it until next year. They'll be working through this season, and then we shut down again uh, when the Hawks are done, and then they go till you know, end of October next year or middle of October, I should say, uh, when we reopen it for sure. So uh, I think that's uh, what we've got to look forward to. It's going to be exciting. Uh, there's a lot coming on. This play went on. Uh, it's going to be an absolute show- showcase and uh, can't wait for it to all come together for us. Bob, I'm George Plaster at the Titans game in Nashville. <laughs> You know, he told me to ask you about the night that you all trying to solve the world's problems and then get off that night. He was telling me a story. So if you could, Bob, tell us your uh, good old story. Friend of the show, what good story about the Bob you can share on that? Well, you know, the the statute of limitations has not run out yet. So any stories I share about Esther, you know, there could be some significant legal consequences. So I'm going to have to on that one, and, and uh, let's wait for the appropriate time so that we can share some of those stories. <laughs> Yeah, because he knows it's true. He loves the truth. 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 He lo
I take the uh, I take the Rick Pitino defense. I I know nothing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, uh, Bob, I want to talk to you about your TV partner, uh, Dominique Wilkins. What's it like Who? to work with? <laughs> What's it like to work with him every night and have all gamer uh, and have that knowledge base sitting there? Um, and, uh, relationship. How is that like behind the scenes? Well, this, we've been together, and we've been together uh, all this time. And I got to tell you, guys, my back is killing me from having to carry him all these years. You know, his mother only had to carry him nine months. And I think you got to do So no, it's he's, he's uh, you know it's funny. Not a people a lot of uh, a lot of people know this story, but um, we have been together really since he was in high school. I broadcast his game in high school, and then I broadcast Nick in college, and then I see game at Georgia, and then I cast him in the NBA at the tail end of his career, and. Uh, you know, it's just uh, amazing. We're sitting side by side. Great solo rock star. Um, couldn't be more uh, accommodating uh, to me and to a lot of people. Um, signs every autograph, takes every picture. He's just a wonderful human being. And I'm glad that he is respected and realized he deserves it. I mean, he has meant so much to so many. And to have that statue out front, I know, means the world to him. Uh, he's a terrific guy. I love him to death, and I'm glad that we're together. And the final one for you, Bob, is this, because we're interested in getting behind the scenes and the own background. Now, I, was, I see you, I, I come to the games, I, I kind of know what goes on. But can you share a list of like, what's well, your game day routine to get ready for the game at home away? So what's your process to get ready to come on TV on Fox Sports Southeast and, and give us fans what we want to hear about our Hawks every night for the sisters and the Oilers? Right. Well, it's a it's a fair process. Uh, the best way that I can explain it to my fans is, if you if you remember high school and college, it's, it's like studying for final exam. And if you can, um, you know, remember those days and remember what it took to get ready, that's what like to get ready for broadcast. Uh, we've got to go through all the notes and stats and stories, clippings, video, scouting course, and condense it all uh, into a two and a half, three hour TV show. Um, and it's not just me; it's our producer, our director, Gary Lehman our graphics people that come in and these are the folks that have to, you know, just sit down and, and figure out how are we going to present, you know, tomorrow night our little game. And we've got a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff on Dennis and Bayes, et cetera, that we'll start to roll in and, and talk about, but the game sort of dictates the game goes. But that said, we have to prepare for every eventuality and that can be a little taxing, especially on a back to back. You don't have a little amount of time, but it's a labor of love. Uh, but I, it probably takes me somewhere between oh six and eight hours to get everything ready for the broadcast. Oh, Bob, I, I mean, I, can see, I, I see you pregame. You're very happy. You move with your coffee. You know, <laughs> man, I, I just, I'm just so amazed at how you guys do it. Because I know radio is just me and John can come in two hours to get ready for a radio show. But six hours to get ready for a game, imagine the detail of having your stats and information. You might even use it, but if you may use it in a blowout, just only imagine all how, how it goes to get the possible sound. He's right there. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we owe it to our fans to just knock it out of the park for them as best we can every night. And it just takes a lot of time. It's so popular. It's so big. And we've got a lot of whistles and bells at our disposal. Uh, you know, the video that the advises and uh, is just tremendous. And I think that uh, those pictures that we produce you know, every night are just outstanding. But it takes time to put all that together. Uh, we got a lot of talented folks, and they love doing it. They love the NBA, and uh, I, it's fun to get ready. It's fun to uh, see what we could do each night with a sort of a blank canvas and kind of go from there. Yes, indeed. Well, Bob, it's time tonight. Me and John, I said, we're big fans of yours. I love seeing you at the arena. We look forward to seeing you. We'll have you on again real soon, man. You've been great. Well, thanks, guys. We can't wait to get home, see all our friends at Phyllis. It's been too long out here on the road already. Yes, indeed. October 27th, Hawks return against the Milwaukee Bucks. Come out there and see Bob McDonald wave and say her on the boss man show. So he'll know you That's didn't right. That. Man. We'll see you down there. Get it, D, with Bob. Thank you, Bob. We'll see you real soon, okay, man. Okay, guys. Appreciate it. All right. It's Bob McDonald here on the boss man show.
all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft. Whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft, Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to use two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, J.C., the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 